Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. Kind of wish we had headsets because I need to stretch. Yeah. We've been recording. Well, you can hold this up while you stretched. I think that this podcast is going to be coming out in september-ish okay Okay. and this is a really great time to talk about costuming it is yes so we think this is going to be a bit of a series it it has to be it's a big job it's a big it's a big topic right so we're actually gonna we don't plan out our podcast what what we what we what what we'd like to do is go through the process of costuming for a show now this could be like a show choir this could be a musical this could be a theatrical show some sort a performance of some sort yes but we're talking about your the head costumer so you, you want to be a they, costumer yeah or so whatever. You, there you go yeah, yeah, so s-e-w you want to be a costumer uh-uh. <laughs> think twice okay you know when i i was in school and stuff you know studying like costumes and everything I really it was fun but there were so many local jobs where I saw the costumers you know this it can be... ruin a show for you no no not oh, that right. not that well yeah. that too okay but that yeah. wasn't what I was gonna say I saw so many local costumers just getting shit on yes constantly. it's a terrible job to have I don't honestly think it's always yes. a terrible job yeah. I think in the true professional world where well if you win an academy award they like you well, yeah right or yeah. or like you're truly going someplace where it is valued but like you know truly a lot of i mean i know you did professional costuming at lyceum yes but but it was still about keeping under budget yes and i think i mean always, i i would love to do like one of the like i want to do a show for the rockets yeah <laughs> okay not not a local show school show choir or college show choir i want to do the rockets where they go you could have all the money you want and you could have 15 people in your you know sewing studio right. to help you that's why i want to try and costume one like that instead of being all those 15 people you'd like to see and that uh, and telling me i have like $40 per person to produce six costumes. You know, on the thread yeah. where people were saying what they're a wizard at, right. someone was like, I costumed, I can't remember what show it was, but like, right. let's say like Music Man right. for like $600. Yeah, and she said 40 people, and yeah. I have to tell you, I did Music Man for 69 he people. just put so many he, he kept, people in that yeah, show. Yeah, but, I, have a, but I, I learned a lesson there, too. A, a, 
what should I say? A um, not a costuming lesson, but a um, something cut me down to size when I because yeah. I said to him, "You've put everybody in the show. I hate you. Oh my gosh, you know." And uh-huh. um, I do have a story that I can reflect on from that. That I learned something about myself and the rest of the world. You are really when you do contribute though to your community, whether it's a school or you know a, a community theater or something. Right. I mean. It really is magical for some people. After you've recovered. After you've recovered. (laughs) Either the performers. Yes. Or the people who view it. There is, I just can 100% say there's going to be some magic there There are some rewards. Now, I'm not saying that you should kill yourself because you shouldn't. It's it's the thing, you know, Tony at Lyceum used to say, let the magic begin. That's what he used to say because because rehearsal would have been horrible the night before. And all of a sudden when the performance comes, it's like... It happens. And we complain. You know, ZD and I complain, and it's okay to complain. It is okay to complain. Oh, it's my way of life. About (laughs) stuff. You know what Brene Brown says? I'll tell you. She says it's okay to piss and moan with perspective. That's right. She says that's right. It's fine for you to complain about maybe how you were treated as a costumer or you have all these people look at it doesn't mean that like you hated the experience completely or something. But you know, I think a lot of times in the space we're in as as people who sew People are expected to sew without complaint. Right. Just do whatever anybody asks them to. That's how women or like are often I used treated. To, like <laughs> I used to say, pull a costume out of my butt. Right. There you yes. go. Yes. Gee, no. This no. takes some time. Yes. Yeah. So, so you know, keep that in mind. We we have, There's an iTunes review where it says, like, these people just complain about sewing for others. When don't they realize that what you give out comes back five times? Not really. I, like, I don't know. I'm, I don't think that. it comes back. <laughs> not not. Not per se the sewing. Uh, No. I mean, whatever. I just, it's okay for us to complain. There are a lot of grateful people and there are a lot of ungrateful people. Sure. And there are people who are all different, you know, stages in their lives. Other stuff's going on. You don't know. You know, and, and the way they treat you might not be great. And, you know, there you go. Anyway, so don't let people walk all over you. But I do want to say we are pissing and moaning with perspective if we ever do complain. But we're going to tell you process. the good and the bad. Yes. Okay. So if we can show. figure out what the good was, we can get but, there. Okay. We can get there. Of course. So someone has asked you to what I call design a show. There you go. Right. Hope. And and maybe you've never really done this before. Sure. So this is coming at it from like a real beginner, right? Um, and perspective. How I learned this was someone found out I could put in zippers when Mallory and her sister were doing a summer stock professional summer stock theater, and they said they needed to help in the costume show. Is there our costume shop? Could anybody go up there? And I walked up there cold just absolutely cold. And this person said to me, who is a dear, wonderful friend forever, who I'll always remember, Susan uh, Bender Pettigrew. I don't think she listens. Who knows? But she's a costumer. (laughs) And she was the head costume mistress or whatever you want to call her. She was the show designer. And she said, I need some zippers put in. Can anybody put in any zippers? And I thought, oh, something I can do, right? And I had made costumes before, but only for my own children. Uh-huh. Okay. And um, she gave me some zippers and she gave me like two or three dresses that, you know, didn't have a zipper in them, right? They, they, they had been, they had built them. And that when you, you say you built it, you don't say you made it. You say, I'm building this costume. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to get you in on some of the jargon here too. <laughs> so she handed me the zipper and this dress and I put it in. And then I handed it back to her. 
like, um, I think it was nine minutes later like or something. faster than she thought you would. I guess. <laughs> and she said, what's wrong? And I said, oh, I wanted to ask you, is this all right? And she goes, is this all right? It works. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. She goes, nine minutes. Nine minutes, a zipper. Oh, my gosh. That's like maybe seven zippers in an hour. <laughs> and I said, okay, like that. So I was known as the zipper queen that year, right? So I did a lot of volunteering that year. And she said, you're working really hard. I cannot pay you. You're not in the budget. You know, yeah. budget's been made, and that, that's true. Um, you know, if they're going to do overhire or put you on, they have to do that at the beginning of their budget. And I said, I will come every day if you show me something I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she did. Yeah. Yeah. And that was her payment to me. And she, she made me really smart. She taught me how to dye things. I mean, just, oh, I mean, it was just like wonderful. I mean. Well, so if you have been asked to costume a show. And so that's ZD's entree right. into costuming. Right. I want to I start this off with, hopefully you've been asked in those beginning stages. Yeah. Before the actors. Not doing, like, or not doing a cleanup of somebody yeah, else. Okay, yeah, okay, before the actors have been auditioned. Mm-hmm. So don't be surprised if somebody's doing this, if this is a new process to you. Right. Like, you'll be, you would be working very closely with the director mm-hmm. um, on the work and you would get a script or you would get whatever ideas like I think about show choir and it's like okay they put together whatever five six songs well we I would have I would have a me I would usually have a meeting with the director of the show choir Uh and there would a lot of times be a theme right you know and um we talk about that uh and we would talk about the musical numbers and what was expected in the musical numbers for instance is there a change yeah. You know, do you start out in one costume and change it? So, so you're going to know the sequence also of the numbers. And is are there going to be costume changes? Are there not? Do they want major costume changes? Or do they just want a cape that gets removed or something like, you know, um, what are they going for? That, that kind of, uh, to, and how many people are there? Okay, so how many people yes. are there? If you are doing like a musical theater production or a play or something, you as the costumer or any good costumer who you've come in contact with, mm-hmm. they have read the script several times. Well, and sometimes if you're lucky... <laughs> You can get a costumer's script, uh-huh. okay, and there's notes in the margin. Yes. So if that can happen, it's like heaven. Okay. Because so it's like you know she has to have a green purse here right. because they speak about, about the, the green, green purse, purse in the next scene or, or something how like about, that. You know, does something happen to a character in an outfit? Right. Okay. They're right. wearing. Right. Uh, well, you know what? I can't. I can't remember this perfectly because right. this was a long time ago. But we did the Crucible in high school, and I costumed it, and my friend directed directed it, you uh-huh. know, and I costumed it, and uh, or she was assistant director, was she stage manager? I can't remember. But like in the end, Elizabeth is pregnant, but like the timeline doesn't make any sense. sense. Like yeah. Arthur Miller, right. I believe, was like, oh, she's three months pregnant now, but she's been in jail for this long, and there we don't think there were how did that happen? Or whatever. Must have been the you jailer. Know, yeah, yeah, so we we don't know what's going on there or whatever. And so, how pregnant to make someone, or right. do they, you know, do they get dirty? Do they get bloody in the same right. outfit? Okay, or, or or right? Do you have to have two of these costumes? Yes. One's bloody and beat up, and one one's, is not, or one's been through a fire and one hasn't. And what right. time? Uh, uh, well, I mean, you can get that from reading the script, but boy, if you have the costumer's notes. It's 
it's even better. So you have to get yourself in the time period too. Right. Okay. This is so important. And I just want to like put this out there. If you're costuming anything like, I don't know, 1960s, 1950s or before, there should be no bare legs on stage. That's true. Put them in stockings, please. Like almost always. I guess there could maybe be some like 1920s stuff or something, but still, they still wore stockings. No, everybody wore stockings. Stockings. If you didn't wear stockings, it was considered nasty, actually. Well, and I'm like, okay, so sure, there could be a character where that would happen. Okay, I I, I do want to allow for that, but oh my God. That is my biggest, like, it just takes me out of the show. Yeah. When I see, like, there, lots of things can take you out of the well, show. Well, I think the other thing that bothers me thing. a lot of times is, like, so it's the 1800s. So everybody needs a long dress. Well, it doesn't need to look like it came off the prairie, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just because it's long doesn't mean it fits the time period. There right. might be something else that's yep. important. Yes. Yeah, so- now, again... I understand everybody's in time and money and time restraints. Oh sure, but try and do your best. Yep. I mean, I can I can sit and watch a play and go, oh my gosh, all they had to do was put a ribbon around that or pull that bustle up. Or, I think that's what you know. There, there's some things that you can do. I think that's what gets me it's that like, make it not look like a prairie dress or whatever. You know, unfortunately, but, the costumes. You know, the best mark of a costume is almost that they are not noticed. Well, in some that's considered times. to be. You know, when it when a play gets a review or a. a performance gets a review maybe not show choir but (laughs) yeah show choir is a lot about costumes um is if the costumes are not mentioned then it means it's all right yeah now if somebody says they're great that's good too but if they're not mentioned that's good because they became an integral part of the story and they did not distract from it right and so that that will take me out of a show when i see that or i see a super modern undergarment just went to a show Saw this super modern undergarment under this piece of clothing. Right. And the reason I thought it was kind of egregious. Right. Is because I thought it would have been so easy to do to, it to not or have that they didn't show. wear Nikes in the 50s, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, nothing. It wasn't anything I, I, yeah. that egregious. Yeah. But I, I thought, mean, there are some things. Now, I have done things that were an anachronism on yes. purpose. Okay, mm-hmm. I think it was it Music Man. I think where we did the library scene, and I put horn rim glasses on everyone. Uh-huh. You know, now in that era, most were like wire rim type glasses. Well, you know, but it was kind of a joke. It was a, it was you know a tongue sure. in cheek kind of thing, and everyone had on these big horn rim glasses because you could see them from yeah. the back of and the that's, studio. That's the thing is, right. you know, you, of course, you know, you're probably don't, don't go for, you are not reenacting. Okay. Right. You're not in a reenactment when you are costuming a theater production. Okay. You are not trying to use all of the same materials and all the same layers or something like that when you are costuming a show. And this is something that was brought up with the Hamilton um, right. uh, 
costuming. I was reading an article about this. I'll try to remember to send this link to Sam. But the original costumes for that show, they did have them made by reenactors. Right. But they were way too hot right. for you the can, movement right, that was right. going into it. So they ended up adapting them and like only the outer layer is wool right. instead of like so six layers. So as of wool, long as you, you get know. across mm-hmm. the the ambience or the era or the ambience of what's going on, that works. But if it's totally a distraction, you're talking about you know, I, I think, think the about, other thing I did in Music Man is everybody had on um like what I called petty pants. They had on bloomers. Yes. You know, and so because they did a lot of dancing and one the library scene was one and the girls got, you know, kicked up a lot and things like that. So <laughs> sixty nine carats. So one one reason yep. you get to, you know, obviously in a show, one reason you get to do some anachronistic right. things like you used a bunch of poly satin to make music man Yes. Close, right? Okay. Well, I also, you know, made but, opera costumes, and I didn't, the boning was not, you know, from a whale. Well, also, <laughs> I mean, those was, people back then, they were not walking around the library in synchron, no. uh, synchronized they weren't dancing. Singing, okay? Yeah, they weren't dancing and singing and jumping off of so the I tables. So when yeah. you look at that historical accuracy, right. I, think, I think what I would really ask you to go for is silhouette. Right, and I think when and I'm color, saying prairie, yeah, that that really sticks out in my mind because when I go and I see Phantom of the Opera, mm-hmm. and they're wearing the dresses that were made for Oklahoma the year before, <laughs> it just really, it just I can't do it. Right. You know, it's you cannot just because the dress is long, it should not be out of calico. Okay, right, right. you know, use the poly satin. Yeah, you know, do use the poly satin and um, uh, uh. What did I just say? What was the plan? Phantom of the Opera. In Phantom, right. Now, I used to make things thinking, how many ways can I use this dress? Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times they would make dresses with a top and a bottom where they look like a dress. And um, built-in alterations, things like that, where, you know, you can make the waist smaller in, yeah. in, in ways and things. Um, and thinking, ooh, I could use this for this and this and this and well, this. Well, you know, let's, you know let's, yeah. let's back up a little bit because I okay. think that should be in the, later in the series. We should sure. Go, we should go more in depth on that. We should write that down for sure. Okay. Um, okay, let's take a little message break. Let's come back and let's talk a little bit more about those um, those first stages of being a costumer after you've been asked and you've kept in mind that you shouldn't – you should put people in stockings a lot of the time right. and you should – you're going to look at shape and silhouette and stuff like that. Uh, let's let's come back to that after the message break. Hey, Mal. Hey, Mom. I heard you were easy. Oh, no. <laughs> what does did... that mean? No, it means what, what you – I think what you really heard was, well, Mallory, your easy tea looks so good on you. Oh, yes. that – you know – I should have known if that it was something about something you made. Like you said, you're getting into your golden years. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, miss mishearing things. It happens. No, you're right? the one that mishears things. <laughs> I know this. You make lapel pins about it. Okay. So uh, I am currently wearing an easy tee, and I wear them all the time. Uh, the easy tee is a semi-fitted short sleeve t-shirt made out of a woven fabric, and you draft the easy tee to fit your measurements by taking the Easy Tea class. Well, how do I take this class? It's an online class that you can watch anytime on SoHere.com. To purchase the class, go to SoHere.com slash 
E-A-S-Y-T. That's just E-A-S-Y-T. Is this on my computer? It's on your computer. It's on your phone. It's on your iPad. The class is divided up into short, easily consumable segments, some of which you may not ever need to watch ever again, but some of which you might want to revisit. So you have the ability to mark lessons as completed and also to star lessons so you can go back and revisit the ones that are most important to you. And I can vouch, Mallory's easy tea is a lot easier than Mallory is. (laughs) Once again, go to SewHere.com slash easy tea to begin your pattern drafting journey. Sewing out loud. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Okay, I just want to impress one more time. You're going to read that script. (laughs) It is the worst. Here's the reason why. It is the worst to get into rehearsal and then realize that you don't have the green purse. Well, another thing that might happen is you may have to correct the director. Yeah. Another thing that I have done, too, is went to the director and said, this scene calls for the character to have on a fur stole. Uh Uh-huh. I have a great fur coat I'd really like to have on stage. Mm -hmm. But they make a reference to the fur stole. Can we change the wording to fur coat or just fur or something like that? And the director might say, well, yeah, if you think it's a really good costume piece, let's not, you know, let's use it. Yeah. So that can happen, too. So, and, you know, some shows will let you change words like that. Some won't. Some won't. Okay. Right. So you do have to keep that in mind. That uh, That's why you go to the director. And you need to have a schedule. Okay. So let's let's get ourselves into the show Well, and the other thing is... The other thing is, not only are you working with the director, you're working with the music director, and you may be working with the scene builder, the Mm -hmm. scene people. So this happened to us in the Emerald City, turned out to be the Teal City. Yeah. (laughs) And it was a guest um, set designer. So we had to go from our Emerald clothing to our teal clothing. Yeah. Um, yes. The director came to us and said, uh-oh, we have a teal city. <laughs> it's not emerald at all. Can't You're, you're going to have to change the costumes. This is after everything's been bought, right. done. So I'm dying fabric, teal color. So, you know, you know working with those people, having a good relationship right. with them is great. Uh, you need to know how many actors you're going to be um, working with, and you need a schedule. The best thing you could have is a spreadsheet. Okay. Here's the actor, how many costumes, you know, 
And then you have on there somewhere where you're going to do fittings. Okay, let's talk yeah. about that. Okay, let's okay. talk about the schedule. Okay, that's what I want to talk about. Um, you need to know when dress rehearsal is going to start. That's right. And you need to know when they're going to be start start doing blocking and stuff. Because right. you talked about green purse. Right. They might want some of that stuff. Is right. that a prop that you're in charge of? Or is it That's something? the other thing. Yeah. Is it a prop or is, is it a costume? costume piece? Right. Yeah. Uh, so keep that in mind. The other thing is what mom said. Okay, let's talk about working with actors or performers or whatever. Uh, when you do show choir and a lot of people are wearing the same uh, piece of clothing, it's kind of nice in some ways. Yes. <laughs> uh, and you can know which measurements to take. Right. So you're going to have a measurement sheet. Yes. Measure everything. Most Measure likely. the circumference of their head. Measure how their big wrist. around their wrist is, their ankle is, what size shoe. Yep. And that's another thing. Are your actors bringing in their own shoes or do you have to? So if you're in an equity house, equity actors don't have to do anything. Right. Okay. So you have to provide <laughs> undergarments. They have to act. Right. They have to act. So you have to provide everything down to their undergarments unless they say, I prefer to bring in my own undergarments. Uh -huh. Okay. By contract. You have to clothe them from skin up. Right. Okay? Including shoes, all those things. If there are some non-equity uh, actors hired or you're in high school or whatever, you know, you're going to have to decide this between your director and everything. Are they going to bring in their shoes? What kind of shoes do they need? Are they bringing in their socks? Whatever. So try and get those things right up front too because there will be somebody who doesn't bring them in and you're going to have to figure out how to So getting all of that them. information too, you don't want to be – wondering if a costume piece is going to fit somebody, right. like maybe one that's already exists, and then you're like, well, it kind of looks like it, but I don't know if it'll fit their wrist or right. their head or whatever, or this right. hat will work for them. So having all of those measurements. So you're going to need to ask the director for a time when those people can come in for that preliminary right. measurement session. The other thing is, is sometimes the customer is also responsible for, for wigging. So you may have to wig someone uh, or figure help them figure out their makeup. Now sometimes there's a person that does that. Okay, let's go. Let's, yep. let's okay. You're getting you're you're putting Am I too, really doing You're putting this? too okay. much information. Yet, I think about okay? this all at once I know, when I, I do know. this. <laughs> Look, so you get that preliminary thing right. and then you see how many costume pieces right. each pe person needs. You set a spreadsheet. Actor, how many costume pieces? Right. This is a to-do list. This is yes. a check-off list. Are they bringing it? Are you providing right. it? Blah, blah, blah. That, yes, very good. Inform them of the deadlines right yes. then. You know, you need to have these things. Where are these costumes going to be stored? Right and how. Like, especially, okay, so more than likely, two, you will be doing what we call pulling costumes, right? More than likely, there is some, you're working out of a costume shop, right. hopefully, or maybe you've got somebody's costume shop you can pull. So my procedure is, yes, I had racks. Right. And then I had, basically, I had wooden things I had your dad make that hung on these racks that said the character's name and the actor's name. Uh -huh. You can have both, okay? Or you can decide what you're going to do. Well, that um, can be good because... Some actors will play more than one character. Exactly. Okay. So I, I generally would use the actor's name. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and because what you're going to do, you're going to pull these costumes, put them behind, you know, their right. name tag on the rack, right? 
And then they're going to have to try these on, or you're going to have to see if you have to alter them or anything. And then you have to see if you have to build anything. Um, and you also are going to label every single piece of everything. Right. Okay, because they will lose it. But put or it somewhere. somebody will be wearing somebody else's and then da, da, somebody da, da, else's da, da, da. black pants or somebody right. else's black yeah. socks. And they're like, my pants don't fit today. And you're like, well, <laughs> it's because they're not yours. Um, the other thing, hope I'm not skipping ahead. I just don't want to. I know, don't know. Okay, no, time. I'm not going to do this until we get okay. to performing. Well, Go ahead. Let's, let's just talk about that pre. Right. Yeah, that pre-show, mm-hmm. you know, organization and everything. Right. But but organization is incredibly important, right? And the lady. Yeah, I don't see how anybody could do yes, it without you, it. You have to be well organized. Uh, you have to look at those time periods. You have to look at the silhouettes. Oh, I did want to say something about time periods. Okay, so you get to, you're like, oh, uh, 1890s, mm-hmm. okay? You also have to. You've read the script, so you know about the characters. You need to know like right. their income level and everything. Absolutely. And I think. Something that uh, my costuming teacher in college said to me that I've never forgotten is, you know, those high class people, they'll be wearing, you know, some of the stuff you find in the textbooks and, and or on that very and surface. Usually research. the richer colors. And, yes. And then those poorer people or the lower class people mm-hmm. or whatever those characters are, they could be anywhere from like 50, you know, to more years behind. behind. Okay. Mm-hmm. They could be behind. They are wearing the older clothes. And I thought that was such a neat observation. You right. Know, and they're going from, to be plainer. Yes. You know, um, different kinds of fabric probably. Generally. So all of those things have to be taken into consideration. Yes. Yes. So uh, the organization, what actors need what, and right. having that relationship with the director and all right. of the other creative team. And one of the director good. relationships is, like, say you have a show like Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Uh-huh. Tell me the time period. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like arbitrary. Yes. So you have to really get this out of the director. Mm-hmm. You have to say, I want to use a lot of sequins and plastic. Right. Or I want to use a lot of fur and this. Or, you know, um, when he comes on and sings his quasi Elvis song, I am having him in an Elvis way. Man, wig. what a show. <laughs> it's a great, it's the best show in the world costume. It takes more costumes than anything in the whole world. And the show lasts like. Forty-five minutes yeah, or something. It's just, yeah. but um, you know, so you have. I mean, that is really a show you have to keep conveying and keep conveying, mm-hmm. especially because what you might have in your mind might not show up. Right. Okay. Right. Like you're thinking, well, I know I can order this and this and make this, and then you go to order it, and it no longer exists, or it's just not available at the you time or something. You also need to figure out if you have to submit any types of designs right. or something. Do like they that? want sketches? Do they want photographs? Right. Do they want something you tore out of a magazine? Okay, I think the last thing we should cover in this episode that I uh-huh. think you might be itching to cover, and you kind of went over to earlier, are your resources. Yes. What are your resources? Right. They are not just the monetary budget, right? Yeah, you'll, somebody will give you a budget. It will suck, okay? <laughs> it will be ridiculous. They'll, you're going to have to costume, you know, 60 people for $500, yeah. right? And there's a wedding dress involved and, you know... What, a coronation gown and you know what, whatever and you're like oh yeah I can do that because you're all you know, gung-ho right now so <laughs> and you think you can like just sew the this, 12 yeah, stages of costuming or was okay. it the seven stages of costuming <laughs> gung-ho <laughs> uno reading your so, script with a beverage <laughs> and you're like yeah this is gonna be great okay okay so 
So what are your resources? Well, money is, money well, is a well, they're going to they're going to tell you what your limited resources are, right? right? And very likely if you're like in community theater or any type of theater that's established or like a a college or a school, there'll be some sort of costume pickings. There will yeah. be some sort of costume shop or which might be like a closet that the janitor used to have. Yep. You know. Oh, this um, is where we keep our costumes. Yeah. And you're like, Some, oh my like, God. Some like air conditioned attic with no oh, lights Oh, you're in talking it. about Lyceum. Yeah. Oh no, my God. what about when we were at Columbia College? Oh yeah, they had, oh no, oh no. That was like spooky. That was, it that was, was scary. spooky. Yeah, it was spooky. I mean, actually the stuff wasn't in like bad shape or no, anything. No, but it but was, was a like, spooky place to man, be. It was like up were, behind the stage and there were no lights. like trunks And it was like the staircase was painted black and there was no railing on it yeah. was like bizarre it was very bizarre you needed a flashlight like the glow you know. tape had not yeah. made it up there right but okay. um yeah anyway so you know that's basically your first resource okay yep. okay um other resources are other theaters many many theaters within a community will trade or borrow from each other mm -hmm. and then from within that there will be um parameters can we alter your costume or not? Mm -hmm. You know, if we do alter it, you know, we, you have to make sure it can get undone or, yeah. or whatever. You know, there, there are things like that that you have to decide. Um, also, people will donate things to you. Yeah. Um, and I, what I see on Facebook now is I see, I'm doing this play. Does anybody have a purple business suit? Yeah. You know, so that's a resource I never had. Yeah, the community yes. at your fingertips yes. sort of yes. advertising yes. Like that need right. or whatever. Um, and also, you know, we talked about limited budget, needing garments, charity shops like Cha Goodwill. Yes, any sort of Army. recycle wear. Um, yep. If anyone ever calls you up and says, oh, I used to do... Um, Square dancing, and I don't anymore, and I have all... Take them. Yeah, just take take whatever anybody has. Oh, I have this old wedding dress. Take it. It doesn't have to be a wedding dress. I have dyed many a wedding dress. Yeah. Okay? Right in my washing machine. So don't turn anything down until you've seen it, and then and then you can give it to Goodwill. And that's why our house is, you right. know, filled with... Well, I was going to say... <laughs> So my daughter Hillary's resource. No, everybody's resource that knows me is my costume closet. I actually have a few things. Yeah. That um, I have had to make over the years, so I kept them, if or you or it. they weren't going to pay me for them. Yeah. So I made them and you know let them use them and kept them. So if you need a set of pinafores. Oh for my Annie. God. Yeah. We have a. They're, they're being used. They're being used again. Yeah, they're being well, used. I'm saying after, after yeah. this show. Okay. This would be their fourth use, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Mom has a. 22 pinafores. Did this come from when I did Annie? Yes. At Smithton? Yes. So I was like 12. Yes. So these pinafores are 16 years yeah. old. Okay. Well, that's certainly not the oldest thing yeah, in there. Yeah. But so she has a. And when I say. I don't mean four pinafores. Yeah, you know, 22, yeah. Pinafores. 22 pinafores. They're all different. Yep, they're yeah. all different. Like three or four different designs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we got your orphans covered uh, if you have that. And then always do make sure, I think we'll come back to laundering and whatnot mm -hmm. later, but make sure you take good care of anything you right. rent and or you, borrow. And if you rent or borrow, you ask how it needs to be laundered. Yeah. Make sure you have it tagged with that company's name or, you know, that costume shops name in it they should have done that doesn't mean they did but you can cause some really bad bad uh juju juju between somebody remember the wool 
top, top hat, hat I never got back. Yeah. Okay, so a contract of some kind also is good. Like and and actually listing list, the specific. Yes. Now, the problem is sometimes people will give your costumes out without you knowing it. Yes. That can happen too. Yes. Um, but you need a list of what you have borrowed or what you have loaned out. And there needs to be signatures on there because people will say, oh, we didn't have that. Right. Even though you see it the next season on that person's head. But anyway. I just want to (laughs) say, I just want to say that when we talked about resources, then what can actors bring or what can't they bring? Like you said, equity people, Mm -hmm. it's in their, you know, uh, it's in the terms of them having their equity card. Well, and you'll have people say, oh, I have this perfect dress for this scene. And, and. It might be. So the thing you need to say to them is you can bring it and the director and I will have to look o- at it. Okay. Yeah, it. yeah that's uh-huh. great. You know, because yes, they can be a great resource. Right. You know, right. sometimes it's something you'll put on somebody else. That yeah. happens too. Yeah. So that that is all fabulous. Okay. Well, I think that's good for some of those resources. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we should come back and talk about, you know, putting uh, – scissors or rotary cutters to fabric whether or not it's from scratch or altering something Mm -hmm. in the next episode okay sewing out loud okay mom so long and so happy thanks for listening to sewing out loud for even more expert sewing advice visit sewhere.com hey y'all Darius rucker here you know a lot of people ask me what inspires your music And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did so.